Welcome to Was I Drunk, a podcast with a refined pretentious prick who waxes poetic at parties when they've had more than one smearing off ice. I'm your host, Austin Cross, and with me today is... Sean Jenkins. And Wayne. All right. So before we get started on our main topic today, we're going to go ahead and check in with our bar master extraordinaire, Mr. Jenkins, and see what's on tap. Today, I have made for us a Sazerac. Um... It's a great drink from New Orleans, or New Orleans, or Nolens, depending on where you are in the country. Um, it is a, a very, very simple drink to make, um, but it does call for a, um, a rinsed glass. So you'll actually take absinthe, um, pour it in your serving glass, which in this case is traditionally a double old-fashioned glass. You will kind of splash it around the inside, coat the entire inside of your glass, and then pour out the absinthe. Um, you will take a, uh, your mixing glass, um, add four dashes of Peychaud's bitters, which is actually a great bitters, not called for in a lot of different drinks. So, um, two bar spoons of simple syrup and two ounces of rye. Um, yeah, stir that over ice, put it in your absinthe rinsed glass, um, and yeah, enjoy. All right. Thank you, Mr. Jenkins. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about award shows. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're talking about award shows and their relevance in modern American pop culture. You know, not just necessarily American, but that's what we are. So it's uh, kind of our, our area of expertise. I don't know much about German award shows. Yeah, we don't, we don't watch a lot of foreign award ceremonies. So. That sounds really... We don't watch them foreign award ceremonies. We don't get the right TV channels, so... That's fair. <laughs> that is you got to pay internet. extra for those. The internet, right? Oh, I suppose. Uh, well, we just had the Academy Awards, right? And it was one of, if not Did the we? least watch years. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the what, least watch it? years um, of the Academy Awards. It wasn't the least you watched, I believe, this year. It absolutely or tied. was, yes. Yeah, something like that. And obviously, we have the whole other controversy we'll discuss later with it, but, I mean, where is the relevance of these shows anymore? I think they bring a few different things positive, um, but I also, I'm, I'm not sure that they're relevant anymore. Um, so just bringing up one thing that I think, you know, is a positive aspect. Yes, viewership's gone down, so it doesn't reach as big of an audience, but it does bring to the table, you know, movies that may not be on your radar that are worth paying attention to. And a whole lot of white people. No, absolutely. Without a doubt. Well, and we can talk about the... The different racial elements to it or the different sexist elements to it, because there's certainly a lot of those. Well, the, the, I mean, if you want to get into the sexist portion of it, the fact that we differentiate between actors and actresses on a lot of the award ceremonies, because they have to be a separate, because obviously, you know, a woman can't compete with a male actor. Well, the, the gals need their due, right? We yeah. have to give the gals yeah, something. You know, they, they need their own special, you know, pat on the head. Yeah, I mean, I guess at one point I could see why it was relevant. You know, you've got, especially before the age of the internet, you've got very few means of entertainment and all of those things. I mean, I, I get for the people producing the content, it's still relevant for them because it's it's recognition, right? Mm -hmm. But for the home audience at this point, it seems like it's just an exercise in vanity almost um, for the actors and actresses. Oh. 
I mean, mm-hmm. it, it more or less always has been. It's a, you know, look how look how good you did. That's, look how good of an actor you are. But that's kind of like in any sort of, let's say any sort of professional organization. You want to recognize the people that are standing out and doing well, right? So you want to feel like your peers respect you, and that's kind of the only way you're going to have that kind of Evaluation. Well, then fine. It doesn't need to be on TV. I mean, <laughs> let's just at that point, it's like, yeah, it's for you. Then it's not for us. Yeah, I think, the other issue I think there is that it's you, you look at motivations. Um, I, you look at all of the different award ceremonies from the Oscars to the Emmys, Grammys, Tonys. You know, all of the different music, you know, um, award ceremonies, and the biggest thing they have in common is money. <laughs> they, you know, when you win an award the recipient of that award blows up. You have more ticket sales, you have more CD sales, or not. It adds their clout. More companies, no, yeah. No more more CDs anymore, yeah. so. Well, it more companies the profile. Want, yeah, more companies want to hire you to, you know, if you're a songwriter, they want your songs on their commercials. But isn't if that just self-fulfilling, actor. though? It's kind of like, yeah, it's because they choose to value it. Well, yeah. That's why it's valued. Well, it's it's like any, any you know, high-profile athlete. You know, they get all these, uh, all these ads and and money from that because they're they're good at their sport. And yes, they are paid, you know, to to play. But also, they're getting a lot of money from ads. So I, I think that's you know part of the award ceremonies is just trying to be recognized for your skill. So that you can further your career, so you can make more money. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, but I, it's not just on the actors or musicians or you know it, any of the the Broadway actors. If you're talking Tonys, it's um, it's the 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 firms, it's the the production companies, it's the studios that that really push for this. Like yeah. the the amount of well, money be- that studios pay into the award ceremonies just to get nominated. Because well, that's, that's the thing. They're paying. That's, that's what kills me, right? Now, I, I know for the Academy Awards, that's how it works, right? You literally are taking out ads running for, basically to, to get the Academy to recognize you, right? So these, these, these motion picture organizations, they take out ads. Um, uh, not only that, but the talent agencies take out ads to try to convince, hey, this is the thing. It, it, it's a lot of that back room, hey, we're kind of paying for it almost, well, right? Because they're trying to... They're trying to get their actors that are under contract with them more recognized because when their actors make more money, they make more money. If their actors are more popular, they get, you know, sell more tickets, more ad revenue, all that. So at the end of the day, they are just doing this as a means to increase the popularity of their actors that are under contract with them. But at the same time, the point was made earlier that it does sometimes highlight movies that maybe would well, not have gotten noticed. And these aren't the the because that's something the Academy Awards does not usually represent popular motion no, pictures, right? especially as regards to um, income of that you know gross gross domestic profit or uh, profit on that film. Yeah, um, so largely you're you're not seeing your Avengers in games. As a matter of fact, a couple no. of years ago they tried to add a, a category, basically most popular film or, or best in the and they popular did. It genre. Was voted by uh, yeah, but because, it was seen largely yeah, yeah. as being a bad idea by people who are in well, the know in the because industry. Because cinematographically speaking, you know the. Uh, big action movies, things like that, are always just 
explosions and and just nonstop action. Well, yeah, Scorsese is not, like, not a film, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's basically a like, uh, like the pizza of, you know, films. Yeah, it's it it's really good. Is. It's filling. You enjoy it. But is it is it quality? Probably not. Sean, have you seen a movie? What's a movie? <laughs> that's about yeah. That's about right. What about a song? Hey, have you uh, heard a song? When was the last time you went to see a movie in a theater? Uh, actually, only like a month ago. Oh well, shit. Yeah. Well, one uh, thing I um, will say that contrasts I'm humbled. With, <laughs> with the contrast with the Academy Awards. Um, the Grammys, right? Now, to me at least, and I'm not a, I'm not the best, you know, I, I have a terrible taste in music, let's just be honest. But, but, yes, you do. with the Grammys at least, it does seem like more popular music is very frequently featured. It's not classical music, it's not, you know. Well. Well, uh, but you know what I'm saying, the, the, the ones, the, the Doja Cat had the most nominations this year of any female artist. That's not, you know. Music for a refined gentleman in his study, you know? Sure, and generally speaking, hip-hop does almost always take, you know, the the music awards, all of them, um, all the, there's like seven different ones that are out there. Uh, hip-hop dominates all of them, and I'm not arguing that that's bad. You know, we created, to my mind, three genres of music within our within our country, within our borders, um, jazz slash blues, um, Country music, like country western, and hip hop, like that, we gave that to the world. Um, so you know, one of those things being a, a pretty dominant thing within uh, awards, I don't think is a bad thing by any means at all. But you're right, you know, it does tend to sway a very particular way. Well, and these are these are also once again very American awards shows. So naturally, you know, hip hop. Is a is a thing that has essentially originated in America, but it has been exported too. I mean, you'll see that in the Eurovision Awards and that kind of thing too. You'll see hip hop be a very popular genre actually in a lot of those right. ceremonies. Um, so then, is it more on the popularity of the music itself rather than some sort of other kind of esoteric evaluation? Like the experts say, this is what makes for good music versus everybody loves this music. Kind of like we were and saying with the movies. I think there's That's... an anti-authoritarian thing that goes with hip-hop that that critics love, but is also relevant, and that's why we've that's why it's gone worldwide. Are, are, it, we, thinking, are we thinking the Grammys are just less snobby than the Oscars? I mean, are they just less highbrow, less, you know, up in their ivory towers? I think it very well could be. I mean, it, you're talking about two entirely different industries. I mean, they follow kind of the same basic principles, but... Movies have always been kind of a more, I don't want to say snobby. Snobby sounds wrong, but... Well, and I wouldn't say it's always true because music at times has been very highbrow. Yeah, and that's true. They're good for highbrow, I think, is the word. Yeah. Well, maybe there's also an element to, to, you know, the free market approach to this. I mean, you think about how many award ceremonies are there for movies and... I can honestly really only think of one, which is the Academy Awards. We got the Razzies. That's always great. Yeah, but that's a we love that's, the that's Razzies. More a, that's more of a that's more of an that's mocking uh, our kind of thing. What about just real quick? There's a diversion there for the Razzies. What about them taking away that uh, best Razzie for uh, Bruce Willis? Um, I think it was appropriate. I, I, mean, yeah. it was, too. I mean, it was yeah, it was the yeah. right thing to do given taking the in, circumstances. Yeah, that taking came into out. consideration like why he made like twenty movies in one year. 
But how about this? To be instead fair, of taking it was it, hysterical that they did it. Yeah, instead of taking it away, though, what they should have done instead was direct the ire at the producers of those films. It's mostly one production company doing it. They're taking advantage of a person they know was in mental decline to use his name to sell really shitty movies. But at the same time, to their defense, he also was looking to basically make the money that he could while he still could. Well, well, first of all, we don't know for a fact that's what his mentality was. Maybe it's literally he's having problems with his memory. He's just accepting jobs. Possibly, but at the same time, the fact that he is come out and stop said that he will no longer make well his family did specifically. well he, he hasn't said anything about but, it but up until then you would imagine that his family would have stepped in at some point and said no you know he he's not capable of doing this anymore yeah sure You're maybe wrong. they maybe they were looking to cash in on it too we don't we don't know but there could be and there's a lot of assumptions there for sure but you know looking at it from the outside looking at it from a you know just a, an audience member. Um, yeah, it's it does absolutely seem that way. And it, it's not a bad way to go out, so to speak. I mean, if if you know... Well... I mean, uh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me rewind. The the films were not great, but... Not great? I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a great the, way to go out based on the quality of the films. What I'm saying is if your last, you know, venture into acting is 20 films in a year just for a payday... That's not a bad way to exit. That's not a legacy you want. You want to go out on. You want to go on Schindler's List. You want to go on the Shawshank Redemption. You don't want to go down on, you know, Prison Block Three. He's in it for five minutes, folks, and he mumbles through his lines. Because that's that's the thing is they you know there's pictures and and everything from the sets where literally he just would show up for maybe a couple hours a day for one day or two. (laughs) You know, shoot a couple scenes. He literally had an earpiece in so they could read him his lines. He kind of mumbled through them because, you know, that's what you do. That's elder abuse. I'm sorry. That's elder abuse. That's a lot of money. I'm sorry. That's the way I'm looking at this. If you're going out and you know that this is your last stand, so to speak, rake it in. That's if if he was the one making that decision, truly. I'm, I'm just saying, I think that, well, you know, it's one of those things where... I think they need to tag somebody for it, the Razzies did, and it shouldn't have just yeah. been retracted. It should have been like, it no, you, you're a sleazeball producer. I forget the guy's name off the top of my head, so I can't bring that up right now. But he is apparently a real sleazeball. One of the worst characters on Entourage was based off of him. He used to be Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch's uh, assistant back that in the early 2000s. Yeah, mm. so it was, well, he was Mark Wahlberg's assistant. So this guy apparently is not not the best dude ever. Well, that's um, anybody that, that is the driving force behind a boy band or any sort of, you know, teenage... Well, he wasn't, not the boy band part. It was after Marky Mark. I, uh, I made that joke. No, it was when he became an actor in the early 2000s. Oh, it was, well. like, he was his assistant in Hollywood or whatever, you know. Well, still. Fetching the guy's coffee and stuff, but... I mean, if you're uh, still pushing him as an actor, then, you know... What were we talking about? Award oh, shows. Oh, right. Whether or not they're still relevant. So, so uh, the point I was going to make earlier is, you know, you look at the free market, you, you apply the free market idea to this, and, you know, movies have won, as far as I can think, uh, award show. You think of uh, music, you've got the Grammys, you've got the Billboard Music Awards, you've got the American Music Awards, um, just to name three, you know, and there's but, there's you know, probably likely a lot of others. And I think that it does, there is this higher level of thing that we look at with the Oscars, but I I think that there's also a, 
Well, it would. There's been a lot of controversy with the Oscars and and best picture picks and different things. Uh, the see, years, Crash. Agreed. Uh. Yeah, agreed completely. <laughs> you hate Crash, but Crash wasn't a terrible movie. I saw that in the theater, and I look. I love. Films. I wouldn't have won, wanted to watch it in theater. No, no. It was I, a... I, I look. I love movies. I really do. And I don't. I'm not one of those guys. Like I love fast paced movies, or I love slow paced movies, or I love long or short. I like all kinds of movies. I like ones that are super long, super short, very, very deep and in depth. I love. All, but Crash was. The crash was the biggest stroke job. Anyways, now that we've got Austin on his high horse about Crash, I think you were right about the awards show. Thing, to a certain extent, music, we've kind of consolidated it down to different genres as well, where you have awards specifically for rap and hip hop, you have awards specifically for country, you have awards specifically for, you know, rock, pop, everything, you kind of separate everything into its own thing, and then movies are filtered down into movies. Genders. Or sexist, sorry. Well, I mean, women and, and best actress, best ma- actor. I mean, and then best film. Uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of other things. But honestly, it's not as, it's not as, you know, you don't have the best comedy film of the year, as far as I know. Yeah, I don't know what all the categories are. I have not watched these because I don't find them entertaining. I, that's fair. Brings At up a good core, point, which yeah. is viewership. You well, know, you you said you don't watch them. Guess what? A whole lot of people don't watch them. Uh, you know, over the last thirty years, from nineteen ninety to you know twenty twenty, we've lost thirty million viewers just on the Oscars. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing, though. This was this was getting me. Okay, we were talking about well, in the music awards, there's more popularity, more popular songs available. There's more genres available. So there's more appeal there, right? That's not translating, though, to viewership. All of these award shows are bleeding viewers left and right. Well, but honestly, at the end of the day, really, how entertaining is it to watch a group of people patting themselves on the back? Yeah, I mean, they'll always do the little sketches and stuff in the beginning, usually, like some comedy acts. Usually comedians a lot of times host these things, right, to try to get people involved in watching it. But there's so many more options for entertainment today. Maybe that's the simple answer. It's not that, like, they're, they've grown out of touch. Maybe the answer is you can actually watch an entertaining movie instead of watch a show about an entertaining movie. Or watch your favorite YouTuber, you know, do his reaction video to the right. Oscars instead. Live, yeah. even. The, so that actually brings up a great point that I hadn't thought about until, you know, now, is live television. Who who watches live events, unless it's sports, unless it's, you know, a sporting event, who watches live television Where anymore? my pappy is he, he watches all his TV live. But I mean, seriously. But he doesn't because he watches all the, like, old... Yeah, no, shows, my grandpa so. watches, like, Me TV and, like... The Rifleman. The Rifleman and, and uh, Bonanza, you know. Dun, 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 dun. I guess, to a certain extent, too, that's that's kind of the... Why the viewership is fading away, too, is that this is kind of a thing that was catered around older viewers, too. And... Yeah, it is so much easier for me just to look up the next day... I can pull up Oscars. You know, I Google it, and yeah. boom, I know yeah. maybe the who most won was. things. Like yeah. I, I, don't I don't have to, to watch sit it for four hours and watch so it. Kind Get of, your papers. Kind of to that point, 
now you can go on the internet and find more information about movies in different genres that you're interested in, or even music. Like, you want to find music in a genre, you could f- find more about it out on the internet now, and you don't have to watch an award show to find out what's really good that you'd never heard before. Although You don't, you don't have to listen to the radio for an hour in the hopes that they play the song that you're hoping they play. Yeah, you don't have to have uh, Chris Rock come up on stage, a comedian who is best known for Saturday Night Live in the 1990s and uh, give you a couple uh, stale jokes to, to get your yucks that's, for the evening. That's the other thing, too, is like, really... Wait, I, I feel left out. Everyone else said you don't have to and then let off with something. So I'm just going to say you don't have to. Be smarter. That's it. You just, you yeah, that, that it's okay, the whole Jenkins. thing down into it. It's okay, Jenkins. You, you, don't, you have don't have to. to. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to anything. And that's don't something you could, you, could, you could hear a lot more often. Mr. Jenkins, you don't have to. You don't have to. You could just stop. That's fair. But but really, like, up until this, recently at least, what what did Chris Rock do recently that... Uh, he was in the Grown Ups movies, I think, with Adam Sandler, one of the 17 has-beens that were in those movies. He's been... He's actually been doing a lot of stand-up, as far as I know, as well. Um, like, he's been focusing does, more on that than movies or... But how does that like lead Chris him... Rock. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. But how does that lead him to being the choice for... To, to host the Oscars this year. How does it lead anyone to be the host of anything? Like, you look at all the picks for any of the award ceremonies or anything that, you know, any live event, and it's well, generally, always ridiculous. Generally, though, they pick somebody that's relevant, at least. Well, because he made racist all-time favorite joke in the 1990s in that one stand-up special. That's why, you know? They just loved that joke. Oh, right. they thought it was so good. So much so that he regretted it. He kept saying, like, I wish I had never made that joke because it's been misused over and over and over again. So there's a good question. If uh, Chris Rock weren't there, would the joke have been made? Would the event have happened? If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it. But that's all been said and done. It, It happened. We'll get into that later. But it still remains to be seen really what's the what's the driving force behind this what can they do to appease us is it as relevant? the people like can they get viewers back i don't know if correct. they can is it relevant anymore you at know, what point does it stop there there's i don't know if you guys saw this um or heard about this and that's also a you know just a funny idea because there was a point in time where everyone would have heard about this but the golden globes didn't happen this year because there was a lot of reports on Racism, sexism, and bribery within the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Yeah, I know. Foreign press. Exactly. But that's who runs this, you know, this award show. And the Golden Globes are a big deal. That's huge viewership. Yeah, usually. At least years and years ago. But I I just found out about this when I was reading about this topic. You know, I I didn't hear about it. Didn't know. Well, uh, here's the thing, though. Let's say... Does it, does it stop? Do these award shows stop? Or do they just become less public affairs? Are they just not broadcast? Are they for the industry at that point? Is it like going back to the original days of like some of these things where it was just for? If you were in the industry, we're running out of ballroom, and here are the Academy Awards, and yeah. you can read about what happened the next day online. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what it will transition to is just the, this is predominantly for us to congratulate good actors and actresses on the job that they've done, how well they acted, 
how good their performance was, how good the, the cinematography was, the props, things like that. You focus more, you see like the, the show on sci-fi, the one where they do the makeup, the special effects and stuff. You'll see more stuff like that where it's condensed down into smaller shows. You know, not a hours-long event, but just a quick little show of, you know, here's here's this performance. How good was this? Would it be better? I mean, then, then the people are actually getting real focus and recognition, not like... 10 seconds on the stage for best, you know, makeup in a movie or, you know. So from an individual's perspective, yeah, it makes it makes it more impactful that your peers actually recognize you when there wasn't all this campaigning from the studio like you mentioned earlier. And that's that's part of it too, and that's where you but, get more of the viewership yeah, portion. But, it, but is it driving up the buzz, the interest in it as much? And, and that's, that's where bringing in a kind of audience participation the the, the it's time for the participation trophies what that's that's the one where your movie made the most money and you've already won that's kind of true yeah Yeah, it it, it absolutely that's your spider-man's you know your 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 fast and the furious eights well it's like 25 there have been a a couple of um very high grossing films that won oscars um the two that come to mind are uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, and uh, Forrest Gump. Um, both of those won Oscars, and they both did incredibly well domestically. Those are the outliers, though, right? Yes, they absolutely are. You know, traditionally, it does not track, um, which maybe that's a good thing. And I know we're focusing on the, the Oscars a lot, but if I'm going to be honest, me personally, that's that's kind of what I look to. Like, I don't look at who the best album of the year went to. Um, we, I just don't. I listen to the music that I like. But we haven't I mentioned might, the Tonys yet. I might go out of my way to went, to watch well, a, an Oscar to, film. I to just be, might. To be fair, the the last two years of Broadway have been a little dull for That's reasons. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely re- true. Reasons, reasons. Just reasons. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time for a uh, ad from our fictitious sponsor, and then we'll be back with our second topic. Some website editors assume that you're an idiot, and we're here to prove them wrong. Dodecahedron Space is the only web editor you'll find online that overcomplicates the process with triple-thread JavaScript that's layered behind a deep code base of Fortran. Isn't Fortran a programming language from 1957 that hasn't been used online, you might ask? Mind your own fucking business. We're going to put this online. What are you going to do? Stop us? We're known for software so bloated, you'll need to purge for a straight week after one hour creating your less-than-perfect website. The only thing dodecahedron space isn't, is square. So for our next topic, we're going to be discussing the slap herd around the world. Keep my wife's name out of your mouth! Okay. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, exactly right. So uh, Will Smith at the Oscars, right? Slapped the living shit out of Chris Rock and then screamed at him from the sidelines. Um... That Man. definitely didn't look like the worst slap that Chris Rock has received recently. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So um, as someone who did not watch it, you've done a pretty good job of summarizing it, but why did he slap him? Okay. Yeah. So anyone else want to take this one? So basically the premise was he made a joke about G.I. Jane 2 and because she's got alopecia, she's shaved her head because... Who doesn't? Jada Pinkett Smith. All right, there we go. 
<laughs> we, we don't speak her name. <laughs> yeah, we Dear. keep we keep her name out of our, out of our fucking mouths. Yes. Yeah. Will Smith will materialize and slap us in the mouth if we say it. So just zip it. It's like the Candyman. Yes. Mm-hmm. But so he made the joke because she was bald and GI Jane, if no one's ever seen it, she shaves her head cuz I was going to watch it this and... weekend, you piece of shit. But spoiler alert, she shaves her head because she's a strong independent woman and she don't need no man to tell her to be in the middle. I don't I don't really <laughs> Have know. Have you seen this movie? Demi Moore was fantastic in it. I've not seen this movie, but Oh, Demi Moore was was really good in it. Yeah. But it and, was all and fun he, and games. He laughed. Yeah. He laughed at the joke. It was all fun and games. He enjoyed the joke. He knew it was just a joke. Until he looked at Jada Pinkett Smith. Had the look of death on her face, by the way. Well, she was, like, she anger, was just anger. done. She was right. just done with it. Yeah. Whatever. And then his whole attitude towards it changed. He walked up on stage and just slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. The the look on Chris Rock's face leading up to the slap, because he was all like smiling like, oh, what's going on now? Oh, Will Smith's coming up. He's smiling. It's going to be... And then just got smacked. Hmm. I don't know. Um, there was a lot of uh, speculation that this was all staged. I, I think... Hmm. I think a lot of it that's been put to bed. I don't think a whole lot of people believe in that. Not with it's... the not with the punishment he's receiving now. Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's really the the kind of nail in the coffin of those rumors is him yeah. getting you know. Oh, well, unless he unless the academy wasn't looped in on it and it was staged for him and Chris Rock, and then oh whoops now I'm but no he's going off to rehab about this I, I read like he's going like well, he's going off to like a a, a a retreat to try to like center himself or whatever because he's having. Is it a Scientology one? No, no, it's not. Thank oh, well, thank then, God well for then, that. then what's the worth in it then? Yeah, it's true. Gotta have his thetans uh, counted. Yeah. So, you know? so he goes off to anger management retreat, and then what? I mean, he's just, I think, one, it's not just anger management. I think it's about, like, basically he's distressed because this was this was a big moment for him, right? He won an Oscar, his first and only Oscar, I believe, right? Yes. And as an actor, that's a big moment for you. And literally on the same night you do that, you also ruin your career, most likely. At least to hurt it. <laughs> to be fair, severely. he kind of did that portion of it before he won- even won the award. So wow, wow, West and the wiki, wow, wow. No, I'm just kidding. But now, do do okay. So looking at this a different angle. Um, obviously, celebrities play by a different set of rules. They just do. Uh, they so play their own rules. My, well, my anywhere else is, that would have happens. Just, yeah, like, yeah, that would have just been, been assault. Correct. That, you that, been he would have been arrested, or you would have been kicked out of the venue, or you would have, you know, try that at a bar, and then try to sit down at that bar and have another drink. That well, doesn't right. happen. The police were standing by. Apparently, Chris Rock did not want to press charges. He did not want to make it a bigger deal than it was. And I don't know about California law, but maybe there's no man. You have to press charges in that no. situation. And that's a lot of states. Kind of have that. There's no automatic whether you want to press charges or not, you're getting charges pressed. Like, Ohio's got one for domestic violence, I know. So, like, someone gets their hands laid on, someone's going to jail. It's simple as that. Um, But I don't think it's every state. is good. That should be. Well, yeah, of course. Every state. And to 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 a a certain extent, I think there's a, at least during it, there was this air of, like, is this really happening? Is this all a bit? It was shock. Because how it was over the top. I mean, if you've seen the edited or the unedited version of it that they didn't he air. He just strolls right up yeah, on stage. Just, just walks right up on stage, just smacks him in the face and just walks off and starts yelling at him from across the room. 
And it just seems... Chris Rock is shocked as hell. He just stands there in a befuddled state and then says, well, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. And then he laughs. Yeah, and look, I don't I don't condone the, the, the assault by any stretch of imagination. I get, it's a joke. Look, at the end of the day, it's a joke. You may, have, you may think it's a tasteless joke. And apparently Chris Rock did not know about the alopecia. He just saw, you know, whatever. So that's like, okay, it was an ignorance. It still hurt maybe her or whatever. But I'm sorry, and maybe this is just horrible bias on my part, but the more I've read about him and her over the last several years, yeah, I, God, Oof. I don't like her. I just yeah. don't like her. And it's not like this thing like, I'm a man and I just don't like a strong woman. And that's not the case. I love strong women. She seems like she's just kicking him in the nuts over and over again. Yeah, and at this it, point. His family, he just takes it. Yeah. At this point, it really just seems like he legitimately just loves her and would do anything for her. And she's just kind of like, okay, cool. Well, I saw literally a video online the other day. It was from a couple years ago, I guess. It was for that Red Table talk show she's got. And she starts recording on Instagram Live, right? So it's a live video. And she's, like, trying to promote her next episode where, I guess, their relationship therapist is coming on. And uh, she's like, uh, doctor, whatever, helped us fix our problems. Isn't that right, baby? And Will Smith did not know he was going to be recorded. And he was just like, well, she's like, what would you say that? And he's like, I would say, would you please not record me without, like, asking first, Right. And then she turns around and she goes, this is the foolishness I'm dealing with. Oof. And then just, mm-hmm. yeah. And does not yeah. acknowledge the fact he's not consenting to be recorded. And he's obviously bothered by it. And then she keeps going. And he says it again. He's like, the social media is my bread and butter. I really think you need to talk to me beforehand. Don't use me for your clout. You know, you need to, you know, we didn't talk about this beforehand. And she just keeps recording, not respecting well, him at all. What was the, I mean, once again, goes back to the kind of the, Chris Rock argument of like what were they doing recently that warranted them being on the show? What what has Jada Pinkett Smith done recently? Well, she was in the Matrix movie. That was a big hit. I did not see the new Matrix movie. <laughs> I, you know, I actually liked it, but it, it did very poorly in the box office. It did not do well. Well, no, you know, it was, it was great. But it, more importantly, she's married to Will Smith, who won an Oscar. That's, that's what she did. Yeah. Well, and once again, what has Will Smith done in the last few years? Well, he has been in a bunch of Oscar bait movies because he. Has been trying desperately to get an Oscar. So he is more famous than she is, but she leverages that more than he does. Is there resentment there? Is that part of like the tension that made him feel like he had to do something because she was clearly upset? But she just keeps doing stuff to him that's just not. I know, and that's my my whole thing. In a personal, uh, in personal matters, I suppose it boils down to. Getting back to the thing, I, I I just, I guess my final point that I want to make is, it is never okay to hit a comedian over a joke they make. Period. That's it's why they're there. Yeah, exactly. They they make jokes. They say things and point things out that. Because they have the allowance to, as a comedian, that no one else gets to make. Like, you don't, uh, you start getting the allowance to hit them for saying things. Uh, here's and, the thing. I get you what you're saying, and I, I generally speaking agree, okay? But at the same time, the question is, what is the intention behind it? Is the intention in good faith? Is it a, are they a, are they, are they a good actor, right? Are they a, what's it called? Not a good actor. It's a, are they, um... Oh, whatever. They're not a bad actor is my point, right? They're not somebody who's doing it doing it the, under... He, it wasn't malicious. It wasn't he, malicious, yes. He didn't know she had alopecia. He didn't know there was any sort of condition behind it. It's more common nowadays for women to shave their head as a fashion. Yes. 
But you cannot get up on stage, my point as a comedian, call yourself a comedian, right? And then just make racist jokes, like flat out racist jokes and expect not someone to punch you in the face. I'm just saying, I, I'm all for, look, comedy has to push boundaries. You have to be willing to accept comedy can offend you and that's okay. At the same time, there is a line. And yep. you can't just say, I'm a comedian, and by the way, I hate the N-words, right? That's not going to work. Yeah, there's a reason that Andrew Dice Clay did not age well, grand scheme of things, as well, a comedian. Yeah. So so I think the difference there is kind of like a hateful intent that you can kind of tell if you're listening to it, but it's like... Was it there? And that was in this situation, not absolutely not. Not like there was no. He even yeah. said like, "I love you, Jado." You know, whatever. Before him, they said, "But you know, he said, I'm looking forward to GIJ too." He wasn't like he was trying to really hurt somebody. He wasn't, you know. And he didn't know. prime the joke with, you know, well, thanks to your alopecia, now you know you can film GIJ too. Yeah, there was no preface to it that set him up as I know you've got this disease and I'm going to make fun of you for it. He just. She was bald, and he thought it would be a funny joke. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, once again, I'm all for you defending the person you love and all those things, but not with physical violence. Not unless it's the last resort. I mean, if it's the absolute last resort because, like, you're back in the corner and you have to defend yourself, that's one thing. But just because someone made a joke? No, you go to him yeah. after the show and you go, that wasn't okay. I would like you to apologize to my wife and hurt her feelings. If you're really wanting to make a spectacle, you can still stand up and start booing or start shouting, you know. That's no, true. ignorant. Or literally just stand up and say, that's not funny. Or <laughs> you wait until, presumably, he knew, I, I, maybe this is, you know, conspiracy theory. I, he probably knew that he was winning the, the Oscar. I think most of these people already know going into it whether or not they've won. So make that part of your acceptance speech. Like, make a really big deal out of it. And... Make a bigger thing. You don't have to go up and hit somebody. Instead, he had to turn it around and try to make an apology in his acceptance speech, basically that, like trying to make an excuse for it and trying to kind of back it down a little yeah. bit. And that kind of puts a hamper on his whole, my entire career has been heading towards this direction, and now I have to spend this time apologizing for this spur-of-the-moment thing I just did. Well, and like, so he's banned from the Academy for 10 years, right? He, uh, they didn't take away his Academy Award, which I I'm glad they didn't, honestly. I thought that would have been a little bit rough, you know? I mean, all things aside, if he, he earned apologetic. It. He did. He was, yeah, agreed. He earned that award. He did. Um, 100%. So, I don't know. So that's, that's okay. But at the same time, I've seen, like, his talent agency might be dropping him, uh, there's things that have been put on hold now because of it, you know? And this will well, blow over. I mean, if yeah. Louis C.K. pulling out his dick and showing it to girls has blown over to where he won Best Comedy Album this year, which I go, first of all, I heard his stand-up after he came back from his, uh, let's just call it hiatus, and um, it was not very funny. It was all basically aimed at, like, fuck cancer culture. You, know, you should be able to show your dick to whoever you want. And, uh, you know, I asked permission first. It wasn't very funny is my point. Well, that's the thing is that a lot of the people who make these decisions for who wins best what, are also inclined to believe that it's okay to pull your dick out in front of women. Well, I mean, what's America coming to if that's just not okay? I don't understand, you know? They but, can all relate to his plight is the problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that, 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 that upset groan from, from Sean. All right, well, I want to thank you all for listening to Was I Drunk? Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Was I Drunk. That's at Was I Drunk SP. And if you like what we're doing here, do things that everyone always asks you to do when you listen to a podcast so you don't miss out on any new episodes. Also, feel free to tag us with a comment or leave a suggestion for a future episode. Until next time, bottoms up.